Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. I'll be at the Breeders' Cup on Friday and Saturday at Keeneland. If you're attending, please let me know. I'd love to say hi. And this is your Morning Buzzcast for Wednesday, November 2nd. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcore. Thank you for listening to the Buzzcast this morning. Let's get right to the news. First, Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy's new venture is called Tomorrow Sports. And former Golf Channel executive Mike McCarley is also founder and CEO. Tomorrow Sports is getting a lot of talk in the business, and now it's getting some serious financial backing. It has announced a large group of investors that include sports team owners, uh, media executives, and athletes. And this round of institutional investment was co-led by Connect Ventures, which is backed by CAA, and also 25 Madison Ventures, which has the backing from Apollo Global Management. So two companies, of course, well-connected to sports business. But the list of individual investors is deep, and I can't list them all here, but some of the more notable names in sports business include Falcons owner Arthur Blank, Harris Blitzer sports and entertainment partner David Blitzer, former on-location CEO John Collins, former NHL executive Eric Rubman, Fenway Sports Group owner John Henry and chairman Tom Werner, former NFL CMO Don Hudson, Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren, and Vikings co-owner Mark Wilf. So that's just a touch of the investors who are investing in Tomorrow Sports. Tomorrow Sports, of course, will look to use technology to build experiences in sports, and it's really targeted to young consumers, young fans. Now, remember, Tomorrow Sports' first effort is TGL, which is the new golf league scheduled to launch in 2024. So again, Mike McCarley, Tiger Woods, Roy McIlroy, their new venture, Tomorrow Sports, getting a lot of buzz in the business. Now it's touting some serious financial support. Let's move on to the NHL because an NHL team looks to be on the market, and that'll be a good indicator of team valuations in Canada. The family of late Ottawa Senators owner Eugene Melnick is exploring a sale of the team. The hope is that locally the team can stay in Ottawa. Galatioto Sports Partners has been retained by the family to explore selling the franchise. Now remember, Eugene Melnick died in March. This is the first time there has been any public discussion that the team will be for sale. It's in the early process. Sportico was first to report the sale talks around the Senators. Meanwhile, a major news break by a source called The Ankler, which reported yesterday afternoon that former Warner Media News and Sports Chair Jeff Zucker is in talks to lead a $1 billion sports investment fund for Redbird Capital Partners and Jerry Cardinal. Now, Jerry Cardinal and Redbird have been extremely active investors in sports, and they will continue to look to grow its global sports portfolio. 
Now, if this deal does happen, it would be a different role for Jeff Zucker, but he would certainly be comfortable in the sports space. He loves sports. He oversaw Turner Sports and Turner's coverage of the NBA and the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament. He led Turner's acquisition of its NHL rights. He is familiar with the Olympic world and is well-connected throughout global sports. So it would be a very interesting marriage between Cardinal and Zucker to powerfully influential sports executives. And again, Redbird has been on a real investment run here over the last few years, targeting and investing major properties throughout sports throughout the world. Let's shift to women's sports, a strong season ending to the NWSL or for the NWSL as its championship game on Saturday night drew the best TV audience in the soccer league's 10 year history. That's right. The best viewership in the NWSL's history. The Portland Thorns beat the Kansas City Current and it drew more than 915,000 viewers on CBS. That number was up 74% from last year as CBS drew about 525,000 viewers for a game on a Saturday afternoon in late November. Now, when you look locally, Kansas City led all markets on Saturday night, followed by Portland, Knoxville, Tennessee, New Orleans, and Birmingham. Now, the NWSL's number is even more impressive when you think about the competition on Saturday night. It was up against the World Series. It was up against Michigan State, Michigan, Kentucky, Tennessee, and the NWSL game on CBS actually outdrew other head-to-head college football competition such as Baylor and Texas Tech on ESPN2 and Colorado State, Boise State on FS1. Bottom line, a very good number, and those are numbers provided by our Austin Carp. The NWSL's previous record audience was 653,000 viewers in July of 2020. So Saturday's viewership of more than 915,000 shows the strength of the NWSL. And so putting the game on prime time on CBS paid off for the NWSL and the network. Speaking of women's sports, a new network launches today. Yes, the new women's sports network becomes official today through a partnership with the Los Angeles-based streaming company called Fast Studios. So at the center of the streaming services schedule is a daily show called Game On. That's being positioned as Sports Center for Women's Sports. Former ESPN executive Carol Stiff is now chair of the Women's Sports Network's Board of Advisors and certainly an influential voice around the network. So the streaming network It will not have live games to start, but it hopes to be in the market for live rights in the foreseeable future. So it's a streaming network available on a number of services, including Amazon Freebie and Tubi. And the thesis around the network is that women's sports is ascending and that women's sports are being undervalued. So the Women's Sports Network becoming official today, a new streaming service dedicated to women's sports. And let's end the buzzcast around people, specifically around people at NBC Sports. Rick Cordella is a name well-known in sports business circles. He is a former 40 Under 40 honoree. He really led Peacock's programming, but he will be shifted to NBC Sports as president of programming, and it's part of a restructuring 
that will combine NBC Sports and Peacock sports-related programming teams. As I noted, Rick Cordella had been focused on Peacock Sports offerings, but now will oversee both, will report to NBC Sports President Pete Babakwa, and will be based in Stamford, Connecticut. But that's not the only move at NBC Sports. As part of the restructuring, Matish Mehta will now report to Rick Cordella on sports betting and sports fantasy, and Tom Knapp was elevated to Executive Vice President of Golf where he will continue to maintain relationships with golf organizations while working across NBC's businesses like NBC Sports, Golf Channel, USA, Peacock, and Golf Now. So some changes at NBC Sports, most notably Rick Cordella becoming president of programming at NBC Sports. So that is your Morning Buzzcast for Wednesday, November 2nd. I'm Abe Madcore. Thanks for listening to the Buzzcast. Stay healthy. Be good to each other. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.